Happy Wednesday. Welcome back to the Spiritual AF Life Podcast. So as you know, on Fridays, we have spirit stories where I try to bring you stories from past loved ones and angels and spirit guides, all sorts of really good stories to warm your heart and get you ready for the weekend. And then if you listen on Mondays, we go ahead and I do a card reading for the week and sometimes with pick a card, just like we did this last Monday. So go back and check that out. If you haven't, we had a really interesting card reading about romance and love. And now, if you're listening now on Wednesdays, we always have some fun learning something new about our spiritual world, you know. And today, I actually have on an amazing, amazing, intuitive, psychic. She's actually goes by Sarah, the intuitive witch. And we have a really, really fun and interesting conversation about opening up to your own psychic abilities. So as you know me, right, I didn't always know I had gifts. I didn't know I always could do this. And so now I found someone else who I've had a lot in common with who also didn't always know for sure that they had gifts. So I really hope that You will learn a lot from her experiences and all the tips and tricks that she has to give to us because I learned some things too and I think it's always fun and always honestly imperative for us to get other people's perspective because that can really truly help us grow. And one thing that's coming up for me just in case it could help you out is I had had a lot of headaches when I first started doing readings and I was told by one of the teachers I worked with that it was because I wasn't truly connecting to spirit and for some reason just did not seem bright to me. I'm like, no, 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 this isn't right. And I actually went and worked with another teacher because like I said, learned from a lot of different teachers, okay? And this is the reason why because I went to that other teacher. She was like, headaches are because you have a lot of energy coming in through your crown chakra and it's causing a headache because you're not alone allowing all that information to come through. I'm like, oh my gosh, that totally makes sense. So if you have had that problem with headaches, especially if you're very spiritually inclined, you know, you might be one of those that have a lot of energy coming through. You have a great source connection, but then you're not allowing that energy to come through, whether it's through cards, oracle readings, speaking your truth, you know what I mean? Listening to your intuition and things like that. So Without further ado, I'm going to bring on Sarah so she can give us a little bit more insight that can really help us on our spiritual path. Hey, Sarah. Thanks so much for joining me today. Hey, I am so, oh my gosh, I'm so happy to be here. I'm so excited. (laughs) I know. And we were just talking a little bit and I feel like we're more kindred spirits than maybe I had realized when I asked for you to come on because I am finding out that you are just like me. You didn't always know that you had psychic gifts. Is that right? Yes, that is absolutely correct. It was a very big, fast, sudden surprise. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. So just to confirm, because... When I see a lot of psychics and even mediums and things like that, I'm always seeing like how they say, oh, I used to talk to them since I was three years old, or I always knew that things were going to happen. So when you were a child, did you have those experiences? You know, looking, looking back on it, I think I did. I had some experiences, but I never really like dove into them. You you know what I mean? It's like, it didn't really click. Like I 
um, something that just came to me, it was like a memory that literally just came is I actually remember seeing my great grandfather in my bedroom um, when I was probably six or seven years old. And I can like see it just so perfectly, like right now, just him like standing there. And so I do have like some experiences with that. And I do, um, it wasn't something I ever really, really looked into, if that makes sense. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause I didn't have like anything like that. I think I was like pushing it away because I was so scared, but yeah. I do know what you mean about when you look back and you're like, Oh, okay. This was something, even though you didn't have it a lot, or, you know, you don't have a lot of um, experiences or maybe stories that you remember, you know, you might've had an inkling now looking back on it, that it was something more, but at the time it didn't really seem like it was. Yes, exactly. All right. That totally makes sense. Oh my gosh. So now what ended up happening that just kind of like sparked you? Because we usually always have something that happened in our lives that like opens us up to our gifts. You know, like for me, it was like the passing of my grandma. You know, a lot of times people have like a near death experience. So I kind of want to hear your story. What actually happened that broke you open? Yeah. So um, I started like a journey of kind of personal development back in 2017. You know, I spent a a good chunk of like my childhood and you know, young adult years just really disconnected, lost, like not sure who I was, didn't even know like what I liked or like what idea or belief was like even mine. And I started this de personal development journey. It led me into like law of attraction manifestation, like all of those concepts, which then kind of led into um, following some coaches that were kind of into spirituality and also business. And then um, I started a business in 2019 doing like homesteading and gardening, connecting to the earth and all of that stuff, which oh, I just, I love it. And then I went on a business retreat in March of 2020, which had a little bit of kind of like spiritual aspects to it, right? And in one of the sessions we did breath work. So it was a breath work session. I'd never done breath work before. Oh my gosh. It was, words cannot, like they just can't simply describe the experience in full of what I felt during that session. It was like this, I could feel this energy, this like ball. It felt like there was like a ball just rising up from the center of my core all the way up into my throat. And it just like dissipated in one of like the vocalization portions of it. And after that, it was, uh, oh, oh, can I share about a dream that? Yes. Okay. So I had been having this like recurring dream or this recurring like it's not really a memory because it wasn't real. Um, or was it? <laughs> but it was one that I had had since I was like five or six years old. And it was like, I'm riding my tricycle on like the freeway with like all these cars zipping by. And then I come up to my mom and my dad in their Jeep, but they don't see me. And so I pull over and I happen to be on a bridge above a river. And I look down at this river and then all of a sudden I'm like in in two people like I can see myself falling down into the river and I can see myself looking back up at me looking at me falling and I can like feel myself falling but that was as far as that dream ever went 
until this breathwork session. And it, oh my God, I am getting so many chills right now. So this breathwork session, I fell into the river and I floated away. And what kind of came through in the days after that session is that was essentially me breaking away from the part of myself that um, was stuck. It was me freeing myself. I haven't talked about this for a while, so apologies um, for getting- Oh, you're making me tear up too. This is like, Um, I'm loving this so much. it It was me breaking away from everything that wasn't me and you know, it sounds really morbid. It's like, but Sarah, like you drowned, <laughs> like you flooded away in a river, but it, it was essentially the parts of me that I wasn't allowing to let through. They were able to flow away freely and they were able to come up. And that's what that dream represented. And that was my awakening and everything that happened in the days, the weeks, the months after that, it's led me here. And it's, it's been a wild, crazy, intense eye-opening journey, but that was, that was the moment. That that was the moment. Yeah. I I love that you, that you explained it all because I feel like you're bringing us there with you. Right. And I feel like all of us wants to have that sort of experience. And now when you went to this retreat, was that something that you normally do? Was it something that you were scared about doing? I was, I was terrified. That was the, so prior to this retreat, I had only been on like a trip by myself overnight two times. And it was only like an hour away from home. This retreat, so I'm in Oregon. This retreat was in Connecticut, across the country, by myself, with people I didn't know for, I think I was there for five days. It was terrifying. I was so scared. I was just like, there are times where I'm just like, what did I, what did I sign up for? What did I get into? And this was the first retreat I'd ever done too. So I'd never done anything like this. Now, what made you do it? Um, honestly, there was just this, this inexplainable, just like pull, you know, if you've ever had this nudge or this desire to do something, And you, you know what I mean when like, it just, it just pulls on you. It's just like, you, you can't stop thinking about it. It, it feels off. It feels like weird, but it's like, right. It's like, you just know, like, you know, you have to go. It was a combination of that. And then also it was with the coach that I had been following and I had been really wanting to work with her in person and everything just lined up. Like everything just lined up for me to go. Like the timing was perfect. I was able to get the money for it. Um, I was able to stay at like the hotel that the retreat was at, like everything just lined up. And so it was just this, 
I, I can't describe it other way, any other way than my, it was my intuition. It was my soul leading me down the road. You know, at the time when we are following these nudges, right? When we have these pulls and we have this desire to do something that's a little out of the norm, most of the time it's our soul leading our way back home. It's our soul leading our way to come back to our truth. And if there's anything I've learned in my journey since awakening to all of this, and if there's anything that any of the listeners that I, I want you guys to, to hear, it's your intuition, your soul is going to lead you down some crazy ass roads. It's going to lead you down themes that don't make logical sense. But when you follow those whispers and you follow those nudges and you trust, there are no words to describe what can unfold for you. Like the passion and the love that's like radiating from you. I can hear it in your voice. And I know that everyone can't see us right now, but like we're both sitting here with our hands on our hearts. It's like so touching and so moving. And that's so really, it's really, really true what you said. Like when you feel it, you might not be able to explain it and you might be fearful for your life even. But when you go down that path, it is like so scary. So a lot of people that are listening know that I had to go away to Virginia for my job. And, you know, obviously I could have quit my job, but going there changed my life. But it was a really difficult decision because I was going to have to leave my husband and my son up here in Michigan. And I was going to be without them, only be able to see them once a month. But like I had that same feeling like you did, you know, like in your heart and your soul is like calling. And for some reason, it's like you just you just kind of instinctively know, I guess, like I have to go, you know, like I have to do this, even though it's scary, even though like so many times I just felt like I just wanted to pass out until it was like over with, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> you understand what I'm talking about there. Like, I don't want to have to make the decision. I just want it to happen and be done with, right? Yes. So, yeah. So I feel like if anyone's listening right now that has that nudge or is in that crossroads, like, just go. Like, because what's the worst that could have happened? I would have went to Virginia. I would have not found out that it sucked there. But in Virginia is where I had, like, a lot of my major breakthroughs with spirituality. I could always quit and came back home, just like with you, with every cheat. You could have stayed there just for one day. It was lame. You could always came back home, right? So, but I have a feeling that once you got there, it felt right, didn't it? it? It felt so right. Like it was, I felt so at home. You know, I um actually one of my soul sisters that I'm, or two of my soul sisters that I'm like still in contact with to this day that were at the retreat. I had, I met with one of them the night that we got there for dinner and it took us two and a half hours to even order food because we were talking. It was just this instant connection that I had only experienced with one other person in my life. And it was, it was just absolutely incredible. And then, um, we met up with the other one that night too. And we were up until I think, gosh, what was it? Two o'clock in the morning that night. And we were supposed to be at like the retreat area by like 9am and I like my sleep, <laughs> but it, it didn't matter because it was just it was beautiful. I mean, the connections and, and the, the things that I learned and just this, the whole experience, it, it changed my life. Oh my 
Gosh, it's so funny because I've always been interested in like psychic things, you know what I mean? And, you know, spiritual stuff. And I never thought that I had any kind of gifts at all. And I remember I went to a development circle and after the development circle, we all went out to eat together. Right. And there was like 10 of us at least. And I just remember just soaking up that time with those girls because I felt so complete. Number one, I felt so heard. I felt like I had found my tribe. Right. Because I feel like spiritual people aren't very judgmental you know they're very accepting and loving of everyone and then I felt like I was at the cool table I was like oh my god I am sitting with psychics this is so incredibly cool I'm like oh my gosh I need a picture (laughs) so but I'm feeling like you felt the same way just because you do you think it was because that you too were surrounded by people that got you or people that were on your same wavelength what do you think it was Oh, absolutely. All of that, you know, it's because we were all there to, to learn and to grow and to expand. And I mean, yeah, a lot of us were there for the business aspects, but I think a lot of us were also there for the spiritual aspects, you know, to be able to see how we can add spirituality to our business. And at the time I hadn't really planned on it. You know, I had had these kind of like nudges of doing more like mindset and inner work and like subconscious reprogramming and that kind of stuff in my business. But this was the piece. Intuition, soul-led decisions. You, ah. So what do you, so do you have any kind of advice or anything else that you could give us that maybe that would help us maybe infuse a little bit of spirituality to our daily life? Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Give us some golden nuggets. So number one, it doesn't have to be complicated. It really, it really doesn't like, you don't have to do like ceremonies or rituals or, or get crystals or Oracle cards. I mean, all those are like, they're great. Like I use them, like it's perfect. But if you're just starting out and you're wanting to bring a spiritual aspect into your business, start by connecting to your intuition, by connecting to your spirit guides, by tuning within and lead from that place. You know, there's an exercise that I love to do before I'm creating content or before I'm working with clients or before I'm getting into anything in my business. And it's grounding through a quick, you know, breathing exercise or meditation, um, maybe lighting some candles, <clears throat> turning on some, some drumming music. I've been really into like the hang drum music and you can find all kinds of like videos and stuff on YouTube that have really good like soothing and I just I I sit in and I either put my hands on my heart or on my belly and I just breathe and I call you I call upon my guides I call upon you I activate like I, I tune into my intuition I'm just like you know my conscious mind my egoic mind like just move to the side I am wanting to be an open and divine channel to what it is that my clients need to hear, what it is I need to bring through today. And I just sit and I allow myself to listen and most of all, trust what comes through. Oh, there you go. What comes through is a little out there, you know, for like, for me sometimes, right? Because when you're connected to that, that, divine space 
logic kind of goes out the window, right? Comfort goes out the window. You're asking to be an open and direct channel. And so just trust that whatever comes through is what is meant to be shared. And practice this, practice connecting, practice strengthening that muscle, you know, our intuition and our psychic gifts and, you know, anything spiritual, anything in life, it's like a muscle and it needs to be strengthened and it needs to be used and, and practiced. Um, but that was the one thing that kind of really started bringing that spiritual aspect into my business is just connecting to the divine parts of me and, and to, um, the divine realm. And even if you don't have a business, like you could still use this, like in your personal life. Yep. I use, I have used it, um, on my health journey. You know, I have actually been working on my health, um, the last few months, well, last several months actually. And, um, you know, I, if I'm not exactly sure like what I want to eat or not really like feeling you know, good or anything, like I'll tune in and I'll ask, okay, what does my body need? And there's been days where it's just like, okay, I randomly grabbed, I think it was turmeric, cinnamon, and a lemon. And I mixed the lemon with a few dashes of cinnamon and some turmeric with some water and I drank it. Never, ever done that before, but I felt so much better after that. And it's because I allowed myself to just sink back into the body, sink back in and connect and ask, what do I need? Oh my gosh. I absolutely love this. I've never heard this. So, right. So take us through like the steps in that process. Right. So let's say I I feel like my body needs something. Like I walk into the kitchen right? Is that what I do? I go into the kitchen. Is that my first step or do I have to be in the kitchen? You don't have to be in the kitchen. Um, I've done it just like sitting on the couch where I'm feeling like a little bit off. Maybe, um, I've got some like sinus pressure or maybe I'm like dizzy or I'm just kind of feeling blech. And, um, it's, it's the same thing. It's you hand over heart, hand over your belly, just taking a couple of deep breaths in your nose, holding it, and then exhaling, you know, to just recenter and to ground. And then again, just say, okay, what do I need? What does my body need? What does my mind need? What do I need? And, you know, if you have like a specific question, like, what do I need to feel more energized? Or what do I need to feel more focused? You can ask those specific questions and just lean into what comes up and know that if nothing comes through right away, that's okay. Remember the muscle, you're not going to go and bench press 300 pounds your first day, right? Yes. It is a great way of putting it a great way because everyone's always like, how do you get so much information so fast? And then I'm like, it's like working out at the gym, especially that muscle. You know, I was like, the more you practice it and you strengthen it, the stronger it'll get. But I have to share with you. So I wanted to embrace this moment, take this opportunity. So when you're kind of walking us through those steps, I was actually really surprised what I got and I saw mountains. And so I feel like we have to keep an open mind as well, because maybe what I need right now is to be outside in nature. And that's what my body really needs to benefit from, even though I am hungry. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
So I thought that was really um, like really interesting. So if you want mind me asking too, when we are first starting off, when we were trying something like this, do you have any tips for us to really trust what we were getting or yeah, definitely to trust what we were getting. So I close my eyes and I see mountains, right? But how do I think it might be my imagination. I might be making it up. Oh, that's, that's a really common question. That's something that like, I, I thought of, I'm just like, okay, what? Like you see a picture of mountains and just like, uh-huh. Sure. <laughs> what, what does this mean? And so you can do a couple of things with that. Um, I'm feeling called to kind of share some tips is if you're not sure what it means, you can ask for clarity and see what comes up. You're like, okay, you're showing me mountains. What does this mean? And, and see if anything comes else comes through. The biggest thing that I will say, and the one thing that's helped me in my journey, um, thing that's helped me the most in my journey is just taking action on it. So if you see a picture of, if like for you, you saw mountains. Okay, if you live by the mountains, go out and see if you can see them. Go out and breathe in nature. And it's really just about, you know, like when we're trying to build trust, it's, it's not it's not about questioning. It's about having faith that we are shown exactly what we needed in that moment. And the only way you're going to know is by taking that action and by taking those steps and by actually moving and doing the thing. Are there going to be times where you get a, a download or you get an idea and maybe you didn't interpret it right, or maybe it wasn't clear and you took action and it didn't pan out? Yes. Like it's not going to be perfect every single time. But practice is the key to strengthening. Practice is the key to finding the evidence that it is safe for you to believe and take the action that you're being called to take. So, um, you know, go, go, go for a hike. You know, maybe look at a picture of mountains and connect to the strength and, and to the foundation. You know, whatever it is that immediately comes to you when you connect within. Just follow us. I love that. I love that so much. Like number one, I feel like a lot of people don't know they can ask for clarity, right? They just get something and then they're like, I don't know what it is. So I'm not going to say anything. Right. And I'm like, talk back to it. Cause I'm always even saying like, talk back to the numbers that you see, you know, be like, Hey, what are you trying to tell me? I don't understand this. It's as simple as saying that. And then I love how like that second tip too, that you brought up was to take some kind of action on it right? Because I don't live near the mountains, but maybe if I did, or maybe I can look at pictures of mountains, maybe more information can come through, right? Or who knows, you know, you never know what's going to come up. I love that, taking that little bit of that action and then just trusting it. And then also knowing you might not get it hundred percent right all the time, because I feel like that's where a lot of people get hung up. Like, what if they're wrong? What if this, what if that? I feel like they don't realize that we're human, <laughs> you know, like, so now talk us a little bit about how after you opened up, right, you had that amazing experience at the retreat, and now all of a sudden you are incorporating spirituality more in your business and also in your personal life. Now, when you actually incorporated it in your personal life and you actually decided to start doing readings, do you do readings and healings now? Yeah, so um, when I, or before the retreat, I was kind of like jumping on, you know, some of my friends or some people that I was in connection with would do like free Oracle card or like tarot 
polls on on Facebook live and I would jump in and, and like ask for a card because I was curious and like most of the time everything was like spot on and that piqued my interest number one that would that just like subconsciously it's just like huh this is cool and then after the retreat um I bought my first set of oracle cards and I started practicing with them on myself. But again, like I was so new and it's just like, okay, yes, like the messages make sense. And you know, this does feel right for me right now, but I was still kind of in this, like, in my imagining phase. Mm -hmm. And so I would start practicing with my friends and I started doing readings with my friends and they would come back and be like, whoa. <laughs> and, and that kind of helped me build the evidence that, okay, I can do this. I am connected. And this is, I'm feeling called to share something here too, is if you can't find the evidence that something works or that something is, is safe or that you, you can have something, um, if you can't find the evidence from your own experiences, allow yourself to find that evidence in somebody else you know, somebody else that's doing readings that is connected and in tune, somebody else that's able to connect to their intuition on a whim, somebody else that is spiritually connected and is at a level that you hope to be there one day, like bank on that evidence and bank on that proof that if it can happen for them, it can most definitely happen for you too. Um, I just felt called to do a little side note there, but but it's such a good side note <laughs> because you don't know this, but a lot of people listening might know that like, I used to dream about being a psychic, you know, and I used to watch those shows and be like, it's not fair. How come I don't have the gift? How come it's only a certain few people like this is BS. Right. And I was so drawn to it. And I thought it was like, almost like it was a mean trick that was yes. played. You know, you're drawn to this kind of thing, but don't worry, you don't have it. And I know that so many people, because we were there before, both me and Sarah were there before. So if you're thinking, oh no, it's easy for them to say because they're doing readings and they're getting the accurate messages and, you know, they have the confidence in their abilities and maybe I'm not there yet, but it's so true. I feel like, what would you have to say to someone too, that is thinking those thoughts? Like you say that, you know, everyone can do it. And if they can do it, I can do it. But like, like I don't they might not see that they might not they might need some more proof like what what, what would you say it's almost like talking to us like years ago <laughs> talking to yeah, ourselves yeah. um so there was one key word that you said that I want to point out is you're not there yet just because you're not there now doesn't mean you're never going to be and another thing to understand is we all have gifts and they're all unique to us so remember that too, just because somebody has a way of, of doing things that just seems so flawless and so perfect and so just like divinely connected and they're doing it a certain way, it doesn't necessarily mean that that way is your way. And so the, the key is to finding your unique way, your unique combination of gifts I'm immediately thinking of a friend of mine that um, is intuitively gifted, but she can't see like the images. So I see colors, I see pictures, I can actually like 
see, um, see things when I channel or when I meditate and stuff. So I'm very visual. She's not, but she, um, but she can feel. Yes. That's me. Yes. Yeah. So she can, she can feel. And, um, I used to not be able to feel very much, but the more I've been developing my gifts and and practicing with them, I'm noticing I am now also getting different sensations. And so your gifts are going to come in in different orders than other people. So I, I don't know if that answered your question. Oh my gosh. Yes, for sure. I, Cause I think that it, it totally answers it because it's like, we think that we have to connect the way that they're connecting or the way that they are following the same process when we each have our own unique blueprint, if you will. And it was so funny because I remember when I first started developing my gift and I would be in the development circle and I wouldn't be getting anything. I was just like everyone, you know, like everyone else, everyone else is way better than me. And I would be sitting there week after week in this development circle, getting nothing all of the time. Well, what I didn't realize was I was actually getting things, but I didn't realize they were the things, right? I didn't realize they were those things. And it was so funny because I would always be constantly thinking about food. And then finally, one day when we were, they were connect, they were connecting to someone in spirit, you know, not me because I'm just sitting there like enjoying the ride because no spirits ever come and talk to me. I'm just sitting there. And I just remember being like, man, I just really want some potato chips. Like I could almost smell the potato chips. And one thing that you probably don't know about me is that I can't smell. So I haven't been able to smell for like 10, 15 years, you know, probably even longer. And so, you know, for me to smell potato chips, and then I'm thinking about like, man, I can't wait to get some potato chips until finally my logical mind stepped in and was like, um, you hate potato chips. Like, why are you wanting potato chips? Like you hate them. Why aren't you wanting brownies? Cause like, I love brownies. You know, I could totally see myself wanting it. So why in the world am I liking potato chips? And that's when finally I got a little bit of courage up and I looked at the woman whose spirit and you know, that we were connecting to in spirit and she was sitting there and we're connecting to her grandmother, I believe it was. And then I was like, does she like potato chips? <laughs> I know it sounds so weird. And she was like, oh my God, she loved potato chips, especially better made potato chips, which is funny who they, they are grown here. Their home base is in Michigan. And it was so funny. Cause I was like, oh my gosh, really? So then after that is when I started realizing that one way that they're talking to me is through the smell, probably because, you know what I mean? I might've had a block up. I don't know. I was trying too hard. Who knows? But it was easy enough for them to get to me through smells. So then after that, I would be like, okay, I'll hungry. <laughs> I, I remember like I was thinking of cinnamon buns and they're like, yes, that's what she used to always make when, um, when it was her birthday and her birthday's next week or something along those lines. And so I think that is something that we don't talk about either a lot is the different ways that they communicate that, you know, not just with spirits, but even psychic hints and intuitive and that kind of thing. It's like what works for someone else may not work for you. Just like you, you are a big, you know, clear seer, you know, you're very clairvoyant me. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not, I'm, a, I'm like your friend. I am a big feeler, but apparently I'm also a big smeller when I want to be. <laughs> so do you remember some of like your first connections, like psychic connections or psychic hits? Like, can you give us an example of one time when you were like really excited and you were like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that I got this. Um, so the very first thing that's coming to me was actually like three years before um 
I, I actually, I forgot about this. It was three years before I went to this retreat. So three years before like everything. I, it was my very first trip by myself overnight. I went to the beach. Um, you I'm, and going by yourself, that is where yeah. it's at. This, I feel Apparently. like for someone else, if you have not gone somewhere by yourself, you need to go because a big awakening happens for you. I just had to say that because that's amazing. Because especially because you said you haven't thought about this in a while and now it's coming up again. Uh-huh. You know, so three years ago, you're going on your overnight trip by yourself. Yeah, I, and that was the very first connection with the spirit guide that I'd ever gotten. I was working on, I was working on a puzzle. I remember like I was sitting at the table. I was in this beautiful room. Like I got, I went like all out on, on this room. Like I went, I got, you know, one with like a kitchenette. So I was sitting in the kitchen with like this beautiful wooden table and I was working on this puzzle and I was just thinking, I'm just like, what am I going to do? Like this was when I was just starting to kind of get into personal development and starting to kind of see that like there was more to life than what I'd been doing. And there was this message that I got and it was, um, something along the lines of, it was about like puzzle pieces and you, you don't need to have all of the puzzle pieces right now. You don't have to, you, you can start with the easy ones And the more that you find, the more that you connect, the more you're going to be able to find and like connect. And you, no matter what happens, you, every puzzle always has every single piece that it needs to be complete. And that message was a reminder or like a confirmation that I didn't need to know everything right then and there, that I just needed to take one step to find one piece of the puzzle in order to find where the next one goes. And the more that I step forward, the more that I connect, the more that, oh my gosh, I'm getting so many chills right now. I completely forgot about this. The more that I'm going to be able to find and discover. And it was just this, yeah, things changed after that too. But um, one thing about like being by yourself that I wanted to point out is when we're alone, when we're by ourselves, it's easier to tune out all of the outside noise. It's easier to disconnect from. One second, go ahead. Yeah, so it was just a reminder to keep moving forward. And when, so when we're alone, right? Like it's easier to tune out all of the outside noise, all of the energy from other people. Because a lot of us with with these gifts, we can take on the energies of other people, right? If we, if we don't know how to protect ourselves or if we don't know how to like shut it off. And so when you're by yourself, as scary as it may seem, because like I said, this was the very first time I was by myself overnight, I was terrified. And, um, but it's easier to connect within and it's easier to receive the messages that your guides, your ancestors, your angels are all wanting to bring to you. And it's easier for you to tune into your own energy to bring the healing and the transformation and all of the magical, amazing goodness that comes from tuning in. Oh my gosh. And I think that's like, to me, like the number one thing to do, you know, just to make sure that you're with your own energy, you know, do you have a specific way that you do it or your favorite way of, you know, protecting your energy or just making sure that you're only with your own? Yeah. So, um, 
the grounding exercise. Um, what I do after that is after I kind of take some deep breaths and I just, I ground, um, sometimes I'll imagine, you know, just like this beautiful, like pink or white cord coming up from the earth and connecting to either the bottom of my feet or at my tailbone and just connecting and grounding to the energies of the earth. And then I will, um, specifically say, you know, that I'm calling all of my energy back to me from other people, places, things, circumstances, past, present, and future, disconnecting from anything that is not mine, anything that does not serve me or my highest and best good. And I'm calling down this golden shield of um, energy, this golden shield of light from the heavens to come down and surround me in all angles, further protecting me further disconnecting anything that is not mine or my highest good and shielding me from any false light, false guides, false programming and anything um, that doesn't, doesn't serve me. So it's just, it's a really quick, um, it takes one to two minutes to do. Um, it used to take me longer, but I'm able to kind of visualize and go through the process more. Um, but I have found that that's definitely helped. And then also asking, like if you're feeling anxious, like if you, if you were perfectly fine one moment and then all of a sudden you're like anxious or you're feeling kind of, you're feeling different. It's kind of like instantaneous. Ask, is this mine? Yes. And then if it's not disconnect, you can imagine scissors, like cutting a cord. Um, you can imagine just that shield coming up and cutting you any energy. Um, or do that, that exercise and just say, this is not mine. I am releasing it now. And oh, I love this. And I loved your, you know, protection prayer, if you will. And I think that I'm going to put that in the show notes because I know a lot of us, um, along with all, obviously all your details with to contact you, but I feel like so many of us are wanting to know those specific steps to do, even though like you already said, it doesn't have to be perfect and that kind of thing. But I'm noticing a lot with the people that I work with, it's like, they want to know exactly like how I do it and what I say. So just in case there's anyone listening that, you know, is really curious or wants to try that out, I'm going to have um, what she said in the show notes too, so that you can use that to see if maybe that helps you protect your energy a little bit more and you put your own spin on it as well, and then have it work for you a little bit. Oh my gosh. It's been so much fun talking to you. It's like another psychic, another one that like opened up to their gifts like later on. So before we go, the fear, right? The fear is so, so real. And there's so many fears, you know, there's the fear of being judged, right? Which I feel is like a really big one right now. So how did you deal with the fear of people and what they would think about you with, oh, now I'm psychic and now I'm intuitive and now I do readings, you know? So what's, um, what's that fear and how did you get past it or how are you working past it? Yeah. I mean, that fear definitely still comes up, <laughs> um, but I think honestly, for me, it was one step at a time. It was, it was kind of, even though everything was happening so fast for me internally, I took my time introducing the elements publicly. I thankfully had a group of friends that were into it and that I was able to talk to. And so they helped. Um, I had a coach 
um, that I was working with, um, I'm still working with actually. And so um, I just had that support system to kind of help me navigate it. But ultimately it was leaning into the nudges and, and leaning into and that feeling when like, I felt that like now was the time. And then, so from, I think it was like May or no, it was June of 2020. I kind of started introducing this element of Oracle cards. I was doing free readings in um, a Facebook group that I had um, back then. And I then started, you know, doing more and more of those. And then I started, you know, like, on my birthday, I charged, I started charging for them. And then, um, I just got this just overwhelming joy and, and, and spark and like fire that's just like, Sarah, like, this is what you're meant to be doing right now. And then I just, uh, I think it was like the end of August or September. I'm just like, you know, we're shifting things we're moving through. And, and this is what is going to be in here from now on. And I was, I was afraid of that judgment. I was afraid of people being disappointed. And there were people that were disappointed. There were people that, you know, said, I can no longer support you. I can no longer be here. Um, there were people that left. Um, but ultimately it came down to trusting that I was being called to do something for a reason. And we are always going to have fear. We are always going to have fear. We're going to have fear of judgment. We're going to have fear of criticism. We're going to have fear of abandonment. We're going to have fear of rejection. And we're going to have doubts. It's what you do with those fears that makes or break your path. And honestly, nothing really breaks your path because you're always being led to where you're meant to go. And sometimes it's learning a lesson over and over and over again until you get it, you know, get through it. As you talk, as you talk, I'm like, I got like a vision of, you know, us walking on a path and then it's like, you know, you said we're always on the path, but then I see some of us like going off. I don't want to say like into the weeds, but it's like those branches that like have kind of fallen over. They're almost like little twigs, like with the thorns on them. Uh -huh. And it's like, okay, you know, like you might be in that. So we just got to like get you like over here, you know, just like pivoting a little bit. It's almost like trying to get like a toddler to like, walk, <laughs> you know, to walk on this path and they keep on like going off in different areas, <laughs> you know, yeah. they're like, no, I'm too scared to keep going you know like I have to like go over here and be in the in the weeds I can just imagine our spirit guides around us being like I, it's, it's just so much fun and I absolutely love that I, I love everything that you said I feel like a lot of it just like truly like hit home and I really feel like it impacted a lot of us so for those who like really want to maybe reach out to you learn more about you you know see what you have to offer where can they find you um, so I am primarily on Facebook. Um, I don't have a, I don't have a Facebook group anymore, so they can find me on my personal profile. Um, and they can also, Howard. Yep. Sarah Howard. Um, I think the it's like facebook.com slash Sarah Howard 6707. Cause you know, Howard's like a really popular name. Yes. Um, I'm also on Instagram. Um, you can find me at the intuitive green witch. And I'm on like Pinterest and I have like my website and stuff, but you, and what is your website? Uh, the, no, it's not the, it's intuitivegreenwitch.com. Intuitivegreenwitch.com. And I'll have all those links to in the show notes in case you want to reach out to her. 
I cannot thank you enough for coming on today. I feel like you just showered us with a lot of like your, your, your knowledge, right? And helped a lot of us like move forward on our path. Just gave us one little more step forward to opening up into our gifts, to trusting them, and also like moving behind the fear. Hope you loved listening to the convo with Sarah. The links to get to know her a little better and to reach out are below. And then if you are really wanting to open up to your gifts, I created a free guide to help you communicate to really see how spirit is communicating with you. So you can go ahead and click the link in the show notes. However, if it doesn't work, if you have any problems at all, just send me an email at heatherdaniellemedium at gmail.com and I will send it over to you. 